friends. I have two asks for you today as you come into the Productivity in Proverbs 31 space. And that is, the first question I have for you is, have you joined our Facebook community yet? That is our place for community. It's over in the Facebook space. It's called, originally enough, Productivity in Proverbs 31 community. <laughs> That's where you can get answers, questions, where you can we can serve each other with our gifts and talents. You can get information about our upcoming courses, which you don't want to miss because I've got a brand new beginner's boot camp and Bible study coming. And then we have another peek into the Proverbs 31 woman and how you can meld that with the business that you have. So I'd love for you to be a part of that. My second question is, have you left a review over at Apple iTunes yet? If not, it would be such a blessing to me if you would do that so that then the algorithms of life could let more people hear about what we're doing over here in this space. And if you have not shared the podcast, I would love for you to take a screenshot, share it on your social media, give it to a friend, and let's help get the word out. That would be so awesome, and I would appreciate that. Hey, friends, welcome to the Productivity and Proverbs 31 podcast. I'm Kathy Lanham, your host, your mentor across the airways, if you will. I'm a mom of five, former teacher, and top 2% company leader. Now I'm a coach, a podcaster, and a business strategist. Stick around if you're a Christian mom with some big dreams, messy bun, and sweatpants. You might feel all the guilt, but you refuse to be a Pinterest perfect mom. You live in your car and reheated coffee is a staple. If chaos is usually rampant and you'd like some practical tips on how to grow a business, grow in your faith, and get some control with an occasional date night thrown in as a bonus, hang around. Because as we grab these few minutes together, I want to help you keep growing in your faith, build a business that lines up with your God-given gifts and talents, and make memories of a life you love. So reheat that coffee and let's get started. Today's podcast is going to be one that is going to be beneficial for you moms as you teach your kids how to apply this and how to use it. But I think it's a really beneficial tool for you yourself first, because sometimes we don't have a skill and we have to learn that skill, of course, before we can impart it. And that's what we're going to be doing today is I teach you how to talk to a rock and listen like a rock star. How about that for some fun? How to talk to a rock and listen like a rock star. This is just such an important and valuable piece that I think we've lost in our very fast age of texting and DMing and IMing and conference calls where you can go on mute and you can turn your camera off and you're there, but you're not really there. You're just checking a box. I know probably from my shy and introverted people in the audience, you're like squirming at this point going, I don't want to talk to people. And I hear my kids all the time. I don't care. I don't want to talk to them. I don't need to talk to them. I just wish they would leave me alone. But who really does enjoy meeting strangers? I'm talking about going into a room full of folks you don't know. Do you hate going to the pharmacy or even talking on the phone? How about going into a doctor's office? Because you have to talk to several people you don't know. Well, that's what we're going to do today is I'm going to teach you strategies that you can apply. And then you can turn around as you're training your littles in some very basic communication skills that will help you both. Now, it's kind of intuitive for me to talk to people. I just enjoy people. I'm extroverted. I like to talk. I'll use up all the oxygen in the room is my favorite phrase when I describe myself. Even if you've never made a stranger, I'm going to give you some strategies today that hopefully will make talking to people a little easier. If you've never met a stranger, maybe this is going to up your game. Or if you hate to talk to strangers, maybe this will help. I'll give you a little funny about myself. I was visiting my family in North Carolina and my sisters and I decided that we were going to run to Sam's Club. And just before we get to the door, one of my sisters grabs my 
arm and in her very best mother voice or her very best teacher voice says, Kathy, we're going to be quick and we do not need to know the life story of every person in here handing out samples. We don't care. Oh, girls, for me, that was game on. I'm like, girlfriend, don't even be talking to me. Don't tell me not to talk to folks. Daddy told me my whole life that little girls were to be seen and not heard. So I've spent 30 plus years trying to use up all the oxygen in a room. Now, apparently my parents did have to teach me to talk, but since then I got the skill. I've been polishing it up. But truly, I believe the art of communication and just plain having conversation is becoming a lost art. And it's for that reason, I think the term authentic has become such a big deal these days. And I think that the cry for authenticity comes from a real need for connection and communication, not to mention the very real need to see real people living real lives and not just the cleaned up happy face that we can present anytime that we do an Instagram post or whatever social media platform you happen to be on. So how do you find a good space? How do you find that balance? How can you move from where you are, assuming you want to be moved, to a place where you're comfortable sharing yourself, your life, your business with others. I'm going to give you an acronym after I give you a couple of suggestions. So the first thing that you're going to teach your kids to do, and if you don't do, you're going to start practicing first, is to make eye contact. Making eye contact shows respect, shows that you're giving the person your time and your attention. And of course, with that, go start with a smile. It's your most engaging asset and it's the best accessory to any outfit that you wear. What is there not to smile about? We live in America. We've got hot water on the daily. We enjoy good food. We have drinks. We have roofs over our heads, cars to drive, hospitals and doctors to visit when we're sick. These amazing kids we're raising up, hopefully to be warriors and soldiers for the next generation. I can go on and on. We are so blessed. So we don't need to live our lives in perpetual persimmon mode. Smile at people. Give them just a second of your time. Engage. And research shows that when you're near a positive, upbeat person, it calms your blood pressure, calms your heart rate. And then the, the reverse or the opposite, you can be within 10 feet of a negative person that'll raise your blood pressure and your pulse. So we want to have good endorphins. We want to share our endorphins with others. We want to smile. We want to make eye contact. And I'll give you a story about that. I can give you stories about engaging with people all day, but I was uh, at another local store and a lady was coming out and I mean, she had the worst mean thundercloud. Don't mess with me. I will cut you look. And so I just smiled and nodded my head and looked her in the eye, just gave her a genuine smile. And y'all, she lit up. She gave me the most beautiful smile, just full of joy at being noticed. And it was remarkable. And I mean, I get a smile just thinking about it, just something so simple. And then of course, you know, I'm going to say, well, how are you? And she says, I'm fine. How are you? And I said, I'm blessed. And she goes, you know what? That's the truth. So the activity that you're going to engage in is to acknowledge people, eye contact, smile, being friendly. And then when you are meeting new people, when you're in a room, when you're in a place that is uncomfortable, then we're going to use the form method. So the form method works whether you're shy, introverted, you don't care, or you're an extrovert, but you need to learn more about people. The F stands for family. Before, well, before I give you the whole acronym, let me go back and say you want to be for people before you form them. So F O 
RM. We want to be for. We want to ask about their family. We want we want to be friendly. We want to ask about their family. We want to uh, ask op- we want to ask open-ended questions that are going to lead to the next question and a next question. And while you're doing this, make mental notes or if you have a notepad on your phone or if you have some place where you can actually write it down when you're meeting new people and you're asking them, "Oh, now do you have a family?" So, "Hey, hey Christy, Hi, my, you know, and you're going to introduce yourself and the flow goes back and forth. Now, are, are you married? You're single? What, do you have a significant other? Oh, good. Oh, you are. Now, do you guys have children? No children? Not going to have children? Do you, so you can ask it, ask questions in a way that's not nosy and not intrusive. So I'm not saying you ask a couple that says they have no children. Oh, why not? Are you going to try? Well, when are you going to start having kids? Oh, you're a little old, aren't you? Don't you think you need to get on it? Aren't your hormones, you know, aren't you getting older? Okay, so the F in the form is family. You're going to ask open-ended, non-threatening, and non-intrusive questions about their family. Now, hey, are you here by yourself? Oh, you're not? Your husband? Oh, cool. Are, Are you married? Or, you know, depending on what they say. So tell me about yourself. Where were you raised? Do you have a family or are you part of a big family? You never know what you will learn when you are asking questions. Um, So you're just going to ask some different questions about their family. Do they have a big family? Do they have a small family? Where are they in their sibling dynamic? Are they the oldest? Are they the youngest? Oh my goodness, you're the oldest of five girls. How in the world did that work out? Are you the only girl in the family of four you're the oldest girl, however you want to ask the questions. So we're going to ask open-ended questions about their family. And this can really be of use to you if you're in a business framework or a business setting. But it is so important that you write the information down so that you don't confuse it. For example, when I go with my husband to his business functions, there is a lot of people there I do not know. I don't know if Eve goes with Adam or if Steve goes with Eve. I have no clue. So I have to kind of put that together, faces and names. Okay, well, she's married to him. They have kids. And then when you find out information about their children, which they're always very willing to give you all the stories, it's kind of embarrassing the next time you go if you ref- if you confuse Eve with Julie because Eve has a daughter that's a dancer and Julie has a son that's a football player. So I really don't want to ask Julie how her daughter's ballet recital went. You get the picture there? So we want to keep people straight. We want to keep their details straight, who does what, and all of that. Okay? So F is family. This also works, guys, if you're trying to make connections in a mom group. If you're going to the library to uh, story hour to make to make connections within the group. The O is occupation. Ask about what they do. Do they work at home? Do they work outside of the home? Are they an entrepreneur? Are they leading a laptop lifestyle? What is it about their job that they love? What do they hate? And if you're in the multi-level marketing world, or if you're in a position that you hire people or need people on a team, or if you're a coach, this occupation question is huge. Because if you listen like a rock star and you listen for their pain points, then when you hear what they're telling you, you're not going to bounce on them right then and say, oh, I have something that'll just be wonderful for you. I can help you. No, that's for another time. You're developing a rapport at this point. Asking questions about what they do, what they enjoy about their job, why they got into that job, what makes it interesting. If they could do something else, what would they do? 
Those are the types of open-ended questions you can ask about their occupation. The third letter is R. R stands for recreation. What kinds of things do you enjoy doing? Do you read? Who's your favorite author? Oh my goodness, you like Jan Karen. I love the Mitford series. Did you know she has a museum in Hudson, North Carolina? It's pretty cool. Do you like to travel? What do you like to do when you travel? Have you, do you stay in Airbnbs or do you like to stay in a hotel? Have you ever been to an all-inclusive? What's your experience? How do you compare that? Recreation. What do they like to do? What do they enjoy? What about that do they like to do? And how do they get into that particular hobby? Where would they like to go in the future? So that is our recreation. And then M. M stands for motivate. What motivates them? What gets them out of bed in the morning? What dream are they chasing? What stepping stone are they doing currently to get to another place? What lights their fire? What are they passionate about? What skills and talents do they have that they're using to share and bless the world? If money was no issue, no object, if you won the lottery tomorrow, what would you do? And why would you be motivated to do that? Do you volunteer? Why? Where? How? So open-ended questions. And when I'm recording this, we have been in the COVID crisis now for about two years. So life as we know it has changed drastically. Now we have Zoom protocols and meeting protocols and all the things. But the human connection can never be replaced. So as you're able to go to the store, to go to the grocery, to go to the library, to take your children, to interact with others, to do field trips, I want to be a blessing and encouragement to you to up your game, to work on getting to know your neighbors, getting to know those around you. And my call to action for you is to take this form, F-O-R-M, and use it. Talk to five people this week. Ask about their family. Ask about their occupation. Ask about the recreational things they like to do and ask what motivates them and how you can be an encouragement and a blessing to them. And I tell you what, if you do that, then you are going to find yourself listening better, learning so much more about the people around you and having a platform that makes it easy for you to have small talk and to share with others. Now, once you get that skill, then I want you to teach this to your children that when someone speaks to them, they're to answer, to look them in the eye, to speak in a voice that can be heard. As I've spoken about in another episode, you're going to obviously teach them about stranger danger. I'm not talking about that type of situation. I'm talking about situations where you're there, where they're controlled in appropriate ways to communicate with others, with adults, with peers, being able to communicate. It is a lost art. So I want to encourage you to take the form challenge, talk to five people this week, and then I'd love to see how it goes for you. Introvert or extrovert? That's the question. And then don't forget my two asks at the first of the episode. If you would, please go over and leave me a review on iTunes. I would so appreciate it. Y'all, that is just a blessing and that fills my cup to overflowing. And then I also would love to have you come join us over in the Facebook community, Productivity in Proverbs 31 community. Then last but not least, it's in that space and over at kathylanham.com where you're going to hear about our Bible study boot camp. And I would love for you to come be a part of that because that is such a great foundation for anybody who has an interest in studying the Bible an interest in learning what this is all about. 
Even if you're a seasoned believer, boot camp is great. It's a good reset. It's a good reminder. It's a good refresh. So our beginning Bible study boot camp, that just kind of rolls off your lips, doesn't it? That's going to be coming out. The Bible study boot camp is going to be our platform Bible study that I would love to have you join with me and go through that. It's only five days. It's pretty easy to do. It's not going to take up a lot of time, but the quality and the and the value that you get, I promise will be worth it. So I would love for you to join me in our Bible study boot camp. So go be a blessing with your conversation to others and you'll be blessed yourself. Take care. Hey guys, real quick, I hope this episode was a blessing to you and that you learned a nugget of truth, got a laugh, or had something that you can share. It would be such a blessing to me if you would go over to iTunes and leave me both a starred and a written review. I would love to be able to read some of those reviews online and that pours into my ministry and my work so much. In addition, if you want some of our free things, that's found over at kathylanham.com. I'd love to connect on social media. DM me at at kathylanham. That's my handle over on Instagram. So until next time, go be a blessing to others because when you're a blessing to others, you can't help but be blessed yourself. Take care. Thank you.